0: The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.
1: It's back against the wall two weeks ago against Pitt. The Hawkeye football team showed the quick-strike firepower of its no-huddle offense in a come-from-behind win. Last Saturday against the University of Louisiana Monroe, Iowa stunned the Warhawks and a sell-out crowd of over 70,000 by using it to strike first and often in a 45-17 blowout win. I'm Brent Balbonot with this report for Hawkeyes Mike. Iowa quarterback James Vandenberg had his second strong performance in a row, completing 21 of 32 pass attempts for 270 yards, three touchdowns, Touchdowns and no interceptions. He said in his postgame comments the no-huddle offense was something they'd been working on in practice.
0: Yeah, I think that's what we were looking to do, kind of build off that momentum from last week, and uh, we came out of the gates fast, and for the most part, I think we continued out through the most of the game. Do you feel that, mom- uh, that rhythm from last week? I mean- yeah, I think it's something we just kind of built off all week in practice, and we knew this was a really good team, and they were going to give us a lot of confusing looks, but uh, for the most part, we were all on the same page all day, and uh, those guys just made plays again.
1: James, how much momentum did that fourth quarter of that pit game give you coming into this game?
0: Well, I think it just, I mean, we were—we knew we were very fortunate. We uh, could have been one and two very easily, and we got ourselves in a hole, but we fought out, and um, that momentum just carried in. I thought we had a really good week of practice, and um, I think everybody knew this team was really good, and that was a good team we just played. And uh, on top of that, they give you a lot of confusing looks, so um, we had to limit some of the stuff we could do, but um, the guys did a really nice job, did, protecting and just making plays. Went for it on two fourth downs in the first quarter. Coach becoming a riverboat gambler? <laughs> he just knows I'm the best QB sneak. <laughs> no, I, I mean, um, we were in situations where uh, we had talked about it. and We knew we were kind of in four-down territory, but um, when, when he gives us that go, I think everybody realizes that they're expecting us to make something happen, and we were able to do that both times.
1: Talk about the no huddle that so we can practice.
0: Uh, we didn't do it much in practice. Um, and I think today we just did it a little bit to kind of spark us, something we kind of built off last week. It's, it's a really easy way to get everybody involved quick and kind of get everybody in a rhythm, and I think that was nice to start out like that today. It's here to say. Uh, I, I have no idea. I think in any kind of emergency situation, you're going to see it because I think it really is a good spark for us and we definitely have the personnel that can do it out wide and with our linemen. And, um, I mean, it just gives a lot of guys a chance to get the ball and kind of spread it around a little bit.
1: Did the offense feel like it took another Step forward today.
0: Yeah, I think we're yeah, I think we're continuing to grow. There's a lot of guys um, still that this is. I mean, this was their fourth game today, including me. Um, so I think we're all continuing to grow, getting more comfortable with each other. I mean, today was a kind of a checks nightmare, looks nightmare. So there's a lot of communication going on, and um, I don't think there's any miscommunications. I think we. I mean, a couple times it got really confusing, but we just kind of talked it out and figured out what we wanted to do and push through. And I think that is just. I mean, we have a really good relationship. Relationship on offense as a whole, and I think we'll just continue to grow. Well, you guys are averaging 37 points a game, so, I mean, obviously you got big, games <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I think that's good, and I think we can do better. I think that's what we were just talking about in the locker room is we played pretty good today as a unit, but there's plenty of mistakes out there and plenty of things that can be cleaned up, and um, we just want to keep going forward. It's a good time for the
1: bye week for
0: you guys? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's a nice time to just assess these first four weeks and kind of get any problems fixed that were really giving us trouble and um, kind of get that week off for going into a, a tough Big Ten schedule. Do you think they were surprised that you didn't know how right away? Because you guys have t- talked about it like this was something that you, you know probably wouldn't do ever again. Not ever again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I know that when you are in no huddle, you're putting pressure on the defense, and they can't communicate as much. They can't set up stuff as much, so um, they might have been caught a little off guard. But um, they didn't make it make it easy on us. When we were in no huddle, we just we made plays. Those receivers did a great job, and we had great protection all day. I, I like that. I, I think we just, yeah, I think it's something that we get in a rhythm. And I think all the receivers get in a rhythm, and what it does is it, I mean, anybody can get the ball when we're in that, and we can run the ball in that, and it kind of just it keeps the defense off balance, but it keeps it gets everybody in a rhythm quick, and I think that's something that we kind of thrive off of. Not
1: just specifically no huddle, but shotgun mm-hmm. as well. Can you just talk about the difference, or is there even a significant difference when you run the offense out of the game?
0: Well, there's not that big of a difference, except maybe they think we're going to pass more, which makes it a little harder in some cases, but... um As far as just the only thing it really changes is your initial vision. You you can just see a lot more when you're standing back there already, but um, I'm perfectly fine under center, and we are as an offense, um, but when we get in that um, little no-huddle, quick two-minute stuff, uh, we just keep it out of the gun just to keep it quick and um, keep things moving.
1: The Hawkeye defense also came up with a strong performance against the Warhawks. We'll hear from senior linebacker Tyler Nielsen when we come back. Hawkeyes Mike football shows are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer, the revolutionary antimicrobial hand sanitizer that is alcohol-free and lasts all day with a single application. Try the hand sanitizer the Iowa Hawkeyes use, and remember, the best defense is Prefence. While the offense garnered much of the spotlight on Saturday against the Warhawks, the Hawkeye defense also came up with a strong performance. It's no secret senior linebacker and team captain Tyler Nielsen was not 100% playing the ULM game with a very sore ankle. Never one to make excuses. Nielsen said he owed it to his teammates to be on the field come kickoff.
2: Uh, obviously, he just brings some energy. You see him flying around out there making plays. and uh, you know, He's a hard hitter. And, uh just just energizer bunny out there can you talk about how a, a hit can resonate for a defense for a team because that punt hit yeah um, well I think you saw last week uh, we came up and set the edge I, I was setting the edge yes. and he came up and hit uh, their, their running back number one and uh, popped him pretty good and he turned it down the rest of the game so uh, you know, he's the, he's the kind of player that can make plays like that thank you sir it's alright it's 100% <laughs> No, it's Thanks, uh, coach. yeah, yeah. It's 100. Well, if you're on the field, it's it's 100%. I mean, there's no excuses for anything, but uh, it's definitely a nice time to have a bye week.
1: James basically said, you know, watching you play and knowing what you're playing with, he said he feels more accountable. He feels more amped yeah. up. I mean, yeah, yeah. He talk about maybe a little bit about setting an example.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, anytime you're playing through anything, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. You you're just trying to always set the example and uh, you know, being a captain this year, you know, I got I got to go out there and be a guy, that, you know, setting the tone and uh. It's been difficult this last couple weeks kind of hobbling around but uh, you know I'm looking forward to get healthy 100% and uh, especially towards this Big Ten season. What kind of a difference does Bernstein make defensively for it seems like he gets a guys more happen the step kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, you know, last week he came up there first play of the game and popped at running back for Pittsburgh and he's the kind of guy that can come up and make some hits and make the other team turn it down a little bit. So, uh, you know, we're we're excited to have him out there. Should we be surprised by Tom Nardo or not? No. Tom Nardo's been he's been working his butt off for four, almost 5 years now, so uh, you know, you got what you saw today. Does it make you feel good to see a guy like that, rise up like that, and have that moment? Yeah, I, I've lived with him. He's a roommate. I've lived with him for the past two years. It makes me proud to you know, have a guy like that. He goes out there, plays with a chip on his shoulder, 230-pound defensive line walk-on, and uh, go out there and play like he did today um you know it's, it's definitely it's definitely looking good
1: you played basically seemingly a wide open offense every game so far yeah. i mean yeah not to say you're looking forward to it but again big 10 style of play the linebackers in particular have had to cover yeah. sideline the sideline virtually every yeah. week here. has that been a good confidence booster
2: yeah you know we're, we're going to see more of that this year in northwestern obviously in indiana and even some of the other teams so uh you know it's good to, it's kind of the way football's changed and uh you know, it's good to have those games to get ready for.
1: It. Linebackers seem a little bit more comfortable now. Basically, how long they're going to hold, and maybe then hand
2: off yeah. a guy underneath. Did it just was it just a matter of time, kind of getting the feet wet? So yeah, I think better. so. Uh, you know, these guys got got a couple plays last year here and there, and they've had four four game four solid games this year. And uh, you know, those younger guys are coming along great, and uh, you know they'll be ready to go. They're veterans now, so.
0: I know you're a defensive guy, but when you see them coming out, no huddle, no backs in the backfield, you feel like you're looking at a different program, especially when you think about Iowa football over the years.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a lot different than what we practice in camp all, all summer, and uh, you know, but that's the way football is now. I mean, we're going to see it more and more this year, and uh, you know, we got to be ready for it. And it's something that uh, you know the coaches have done a great job putting together game plans, and we've changed some things up, and uh, you know, it's helped.
1: The big story defensively for the Hawks was the play of defensive lineman Tom Nardo. The senior from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, recorded a career-high 12 tackles, two for a loss, also half a sack. Now at 3-1 and one overall, Iowa enters its bye week before traveling to Penn State for the conference opener on October 8th. I'm Brent Balvanot with this report for Hawkeyes Mike.
2: hawkeyesmike.com. It's sports talk radio on the internet just for you, the Iowa fan. All sports, all Hawks, all the
0: time. This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.